friends. This is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place for you to learn more about Him and to grow in your relationship with Him. If you find the podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement, and you will be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. Hello, welcome back to the Equippers International Podcast. We're studying the book of Romans, and we're in chapter 1. In the previous episode, I read from verse 24 down through the end of chapter 1. I'm not going to reread those verses today just for the sake of time. But what I do want to do is finish up chapter 1 in this episode. I want to make a couple of comments along the line of review and interpretation and then just draw a little bit of application, uh, what we can apply from this section of Scripture Remember, Paul has set out and he's defined what he says is the gospel, the good news of God, as the power of God unto salvation. And in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. And he says in verse 18 that not only is the righteousness of God revealed, but the wrath of God is also revealed toward the unrighteousness and ungodliness of man. And remember, we talked about the wrath of God being that inner disposition of God that is turned toward anything that stands in the way of his relationship with his loving creation, specifically mankind. And then he goes on and talks about how man has fallen headlong into idolatry, that he has engaged in mis directed worship. Instead of giving God glory and thanking God for everything that he's done, which was clearly revealed just on a natural level from created order, that was enough, Paul says, to give man a perspective where he can recognize that God deserves thanksgiving and deserves all glory from man. But instead, man gets drawn away in the speculation of his mind and his thinking. I think I alluded to in the previous episode there that that's probably an allusion back to where Adam and Eve were led astray in their thinking in the Garden of Eden. And Paul talks about that elsewhere. In 2 Corinthians, he talks about how the serpent led Adam and Eve astray in their thinking and how he was even concerned for the Corinthian church that they would be led astray in their thinking from their simplicity and devotion to Christ. So it's this very important truth that man was created to worship God. And when he gets the worship wrong, everything else goes wrong. And then Paul goes into this very dismal picture of what the condition of man looks like when he does this. And then he says there that God gives him over. And then I also talked about how God has set us in a free will relationship. God's never going to force man to worship him. It wouldn't be true worship if it was forced. Worship is only true worship when it comes from a heart of thanksgiving, when it comes from a volitional decision to give God glory. But when man chooses not to do that, then God simply gives man over to his own divine 
devices. And I think I mentioned there in the previous episode in regards to this process that Paul alludes to, he makes this threefold reference to God giving man over, giving him over to the lust of his hearts, to impurity, and giving him over to degrading passions, and giving him over to a depraved mind. He references homosexuality here. Then he goes on to reference all kinds of ungodly, unrighteous behavior. And he says that people that do these things that even know better, not only do they do them themselves, but they give hearty agreement to those around them. So Paul is just painting a very, very pitiful picture of mankind. But remember, this is a narrative that Paul is involved in. He's giving us a universal perspective of man dead in sin because of idolatry. But remember also that the whole point of what Paul's saying throughout the whole book of Romans, but specifically this first section we talked about through up at least until the end of chapter 3, Paul is going to lay out the good news of God, that God has done what is necessary to rescue man, to bring salvation, to save him from this pitiful condition. Now, Paul's going to begin to go into some more personal interaction with the church in Rome in specifics in chapter 2, because remember, the demographic of the church in Rome is that there are Gentiles and Jews alike in the church. And so Paul's going to then now apply what he's done on a universal level in chapter 1. He's going to do in very specific ways in chapter 2 in regards to how it plays out with Jews and Gentiles being lost in sin and lost in idolatry. And he's going to start that discussion at the beginning of chapter 2, which we'll start in the next episode. So I'm going to stop there for this episode, but I just want us to reflect on this deep, sometime uncomfortable truth of the condition of man. It's not only just a general reference to mankind, it's a personal, specific reference to our own lives. At some point, we came to the understanding and the revelation that we ourselves were guilty of idolatry, that we had misplaced worship, misplaced affections, and as a result, our lives were a mess. And that's the beauty of the gospel, that God offers us salvation. And that's exactly what happened in my life. And I'm sure for many of you, your testimony is the same. And so this is the power of the gospel. And this is where Paul's headed in this whole discussion. So let's stop there in this episode, consider these truths, and we'll move into chapter two in our next episode. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more. 